On this episode, we are gonna talk about stopping out busyness before it drives you out of business. Everyone, thank you for joining me on another episode of the Steel Entrepreneur Show. This is episode 25, and Danny and I are going to talk a little bit about... What's up, Danny? What's up, yo? We're going to talk a little bit about busyness, because it is, it is something that we've talked a good bit about recently. We've talked about being more effective, we talked about being more efficient, and uh, wasting less time, and all that kind of stuff, but one thing... I don't think we spend a lot of time on, and I didn't really have a lot of good use cases, was busyness. What is busyness? Um, and perhaps some examples related to busyness, something that you might relate to perhaps. So I wanted to start with um, an example of my own, or an example that is directly related to me, is this year, going into this year, reading all these books, taking on extra types of, of shows, and, and doing just frankly, more than one human being should necessarily do, um, I was finding that I was losing focus. I was finding that I wasn't getting nearly enough done. And I had set these really, really audacious goals for the year, and there was not a damn chance at this pace, at, at, at that level or lack of level of, of focus that I was going to achieve any of it. And so, Brilliantly, I had chosen some books uh, in the last six weeks that, that were going to help me with that. One, one such book, which I'll grab something from in a moment, is called The Effective Executive. We do, um, we do little shows on Wednesdays where we talk about different books, where I read from different books. And this is one awesome one that I read from recently. There were some things that sort of led up to the camel's back basically breaking. Um, and it was... It wasn't like I, I all of a sudden got exhausted. It was just kind of, it was the way I was feeling. I was going to, to bed every night and knowing that I hadn't accomplished nearly what I wanted to. I looked back on my day and I was wondering like, what the fuck did I just do? Like I just spent the entire day, you know, 6 a.m. essentially, so that I get actually get to work work around, um, I don't know, like I start reading at seven, start work at eight, right? So from eight on to pretty much, 10.30, I'm working and then I do some more reading. I had nothing to really look at and say, this is what I accomplished. Like there was no feeling of, of, of being accomplished, which is a shit way to go to bed. And so there was that, there was reading books like The 4-Hour Workweek again, reading The Effective Executive, reading, um, I'm forgetting some, but there were a couple others. Maybe I'll link to them in the, in to, in the show notes. And there were things like, you know, um, Tim Ferriss says this wonderful thing. He says, um, oh, what does he say? Um, I wrote it down here. Just give me one quick second. He says, what you can do is determined by what you don't do. So he likes to say that your, your dance card is full already. So if, if you want to add something, you have to remove something. So what you don't do basically determines what you're going to be able to do. And that is very, very important because I was just filling up that dance card over and over and over again. And the important shit wasn't getting done. A lot of stuff wasn't getting done. The other thing was I had learned that 
Warren Buffett's calendar, so Warren Buffett, the famous investor, his calendar is empty. He was at a, um, a luncheon with a bunch of colleagues and, and he shared his calendar with them and there was nothing in it. And if a guy like that, with God knows how many demands he has on his time, can have a free calendar, and that's, there's something to learn there. And so I, I, I basically I went on a mission to empty my calendar. And then there was one other thing, and I, again, I wrote it down here. There, another thing I learned was 50%, it was, it was a, a, a war book that I was listening to being read. Um, 50% of a man's time should be devoted to study and the other 50% to work. Well, how is my current schedule going to accommodate that? It wasn't, right? And I really wanted to read more books. So these are things that sort of led up to me just giving in. You know, I had read The 4-Hour Workweek before. I was familiar with what I should be doing, but it wasn't until then and, and setting the goals that I set for this year that I decided it's time to, to, to kind of move on and, and, and figure it out. So I'll tell you a few of the things that, um, that I did, and, and I apologize, there's a lot of content here, so, and I don't want to miss it, so I'm, I'm reading a little bit off, of, um, off this lap, laptop here. It wasn't as scary as I thought it would be. Like I thought that um, I thought that sales would tank. I thought things would get missed. I thought clients would be freaking out. But I stopped answering email. Nothing bad happened. I stopped answering the phone. Nothing bad happened. I stopped hiring. Nothing bad happened. Um, what else did I do? I stopped taking on new projects. I stopped doing anything that I wasn't uniquely good at. Nothing happened. In fact. What did happen after a slow December, we had our best month on record and I wasn't paying attention to sales. I wasn't trying to be proactive and, 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 and bring more sales in the door. I was doing none of that stuff. And yet we had our most profitable and our most um, uh, highest revenue month uh, on record. Could it be, could it be, correla could it be correlation? I, th I think there's a little correlation there possibly. I don't know that I can say causation yet, but it, it seems that when I spend a little bit more time doing the things that I'm not necessarily all that good at and start focusing on the things that I'm actually uniquely, out of all the people on my team, best at, those things are starting to improve. So there's a lot of good reasons, and I'm gonna to continue to share them with you for cutting out the bullshit and focusing on the important stuff, for emptying your day and dedicating some time to learning instead of just reacting, instead of just chasing your tail. And this is a perfect example. Another example we have is, is Sarah. Sarah is our, our show manager. She runs me, she runs Danny, she runs um, a team of people, our designer, she runs um, a copywriter who sometimes helps out, she runs the um, our ads person, she manages all of this and I just keep throwing more stuff at her, throwing more stuff at her without any regard for whether she's gonna be able to do it or not. And unfortunately, because I am her example, I've been failing her. She's been looking to me as a manager, as a leader, for example, and what she's been seeing is someone who also just chases their tail, who also just tries to keep up, and I, and I don't. And so, what kind of example 
is that takeaway? What is she going to learn from that? Well, she's going to do the exact same thing. And that's exactly what she did is she did the exact same thing is she got busy and with employees, it's, or with teammates, with whatever, um, with anyone in your employ, employ, you face a very tricky decision. You have to decide whether, um, to essentially fire that person because they aren't going to be a good manager and not everyone is meant to be a good manager or if like me you see something that in that individual individual then you have to change but you also have to train them and in the case of sarah where i knew she was perfectly suited for this but i had just not set her up for it i was not setting a good example uh, we decided to double up down on training and so we just stopped everything and it was hard because I'm thinking, well, you know, we have to be consistent. We have to keep the content coming out. You know, we've got all these things, you know, people are going to miss us. No one's going to fucking miss us. I'm sure you guys went along your lives and didn't miss us at all. Right. And that's not a critique on us. It's just, it's just most shit is not a big deal. It just isn't. So we took a week off. She spent the entire week processing what it is that she does. So basically, you know, as, as I've, I've, I've spoken about before, she audited. So she looked at everything she did. She put it in a big, big, big list. And then she assigned priority to all those things after eliminating what she didn't need to do anymore. So she set priority. She decided which are the most important things, which are the ugliest, dirtiest, biggest, nastiest frogs, which is essentially what are the tasks that if I can accomplish are gonna make the most impact, right? And that's where we are right now. She is in her second week. I decided, you know what? We're not gonna do enough, we're not gonna do anything for the for the next week as well, because I want you to now take these processes and start to um, empower our team and start to train our team to do them for you. Because what, what was happening, and 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 this we were spending so much time producing this content and all we were doing was just putting it out. You know, I, I talk about this a lot. Do not start writing a piece of content until you know exactly what your distribution, um, uh, what, what distribution is gonna look like, you know? So who, who, who are you gonna send it to? Where are you gonna share it? Who's gonna share it? At what time are they gonna share it, right? I was f falling for the same shit. I, preaching all the things I preach, I was going against what I preached. And so we've taken a step back and we are going to start watching our ads. So we've had this single ad running the entire time for almost a year now, and we haven't tweaked it at all, right? That, that's, that's where we're at right now. So if we want this to grow, if we want other things to grow in our business, Sarah and I have to make some big changes and it stops with stopping. It starts with uh, recognizing um, busyness and for what it is and recognizing what is important and what is not important. What is being effective? What is making a contribution? What unique contribution can I, can Sarah make that'll make the biggest impact on our KPI, our key performance indicator or our goals, right? And so we are currently asking ourselves that and we will see how it ends up. I know in my life, in my ability to um, run our companies, it's made a tremendous impact. And now we're giving, it, giving Sarah a shot and seeing, um, uh, seeing how she will manage. And I have no doubt that she'll do a wonderful job. So I leave you with this. I leave you with take stock 
of what you are doing every day. Ask yourself how important it is that you do that. How important is it that you answer all those emails within X amount of hours? How important is it that you do that task, that you answer that support ticket, that you do whatever it is you do? And it starts with auditing whatever it is you do. How important is it? How does it uh, connect? How does it contribute to your organization's KPI or goal or whatever? And is, is it something that you are uniquely qualified to do? Can no one else do it? Because if somebody else can do it at least 80% better or 80% as well, you shouldn't be doing it. So what you should be doing is focusing on the things that no one else can do. The stuff that generates the biggest amount of value for you, for your family, for your organization, and for everyone else. So I leave you with that. And I recommend, if, if all this sounds like Latin to you, I recommend The Effective Executive. I recommend uh, another book that I'm, I'm in the middle of, Smarter, Be Smarter, Faster, Better. I recommend The five, Four Hour Work Week. I recommend um, Eat That Frog. And, and if you've read all those, hit me up in the comments um, and, and, and ask for, for any more because I am diving into each one of these. I am grabbing the notes. I am taking, that, that's the whole point of this show, right? And I, and I feel like I have to, to, to uh, you know, remind myself and remind everyone else. The whole point of this show is for me to be accountable, essentially. Be accountable to you. Be accountable to myself. To, to practice what I preach and be consistent about it. And so I grab these books. I grab some notes out of them. I put that into practice. I come, um, I, I go into work. I, 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 I implement it, I take notes, I see what works, I see what doesn't, and I come on the show and I tell you about it. And that's what we're gonna keep doing, that's what we're gonna keep doing through episode 26, 30, 35, and 100. And I hope that, uh, that you will come along for the ride, I hope that you will get value from it, I certainly am getting value from it. Uh, and if you do, I hope that um, you'll let us know. Let us know in the comments section, let us know by liking our Facebook page, our Instagram page, um, like I said, leave us a comment, subscribe if you haven't subscribed, leave a review on iTunes if you are listening to this in podcast format. It is, as I've said before, the fuel to our fire. It keeps me going, it keeps Danny going, it makes him excited to come in and film this and spend his valuable time doing all the editing. It keeps Sarah going, right? And we gotta help Sarah out if she's gonna manage all these things. So. I appreciate it. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your attention. And I wish you a wonderful week. See ya.